You're listening to The Ultimate Creative, a podcast for content creators. I'm your host, Emily Milling. I am a multi-passionate, multi-hyphenate entrepreneur, comedian, podcaster, musician, filmmaker, you name it. If it's creative and it has something to do with business, I'm probably in on it. If you're looking for a way to earn money through your creative passions, or if you need help finding your creative side, you are in the right place. Welcome to another episode of The Ultimate Creative. I am your host, Emily Milling. All right. That was a pretty low-key introduction. Let me just try that again. Welcome to another episode of the Ultimate Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Milling, and today we are talking about reinventing yourself. Now, why would you want to do this? This is actually something that a lot of my clients have come to me with when they realize that their podcasts aren't actually conveying the message that they want to convey anymore, myself included. It is a little bit disheartening when you realize that the message that you want to share isn't actually the message that your podcast is conveying. So that could mean a rebrand of your podcast or of your business in and of itself. It could mean changing up the types of services you offer if you have a service-based business or products. It could even mean changing up all of your messaging, just like I realized I need to do last week when I worked through a really awesome accelerator program with Sheila Cummins in The Road to Seven very great program. Highly recommend it if you are looking to gain clarity on what the heck it is you are doing with your business, with your content. It is an awesome program. So what does this mean? As you know, if you've been listening along, this podcast used to be Ultimate Podcast Marketing. Why is it switching to the Ultimate Creative Podcast? Well, I have come to realize that I don't necessarily want to only help entrepreneurs with their content anymore. I want to help people who identify as content creators. So that means if your content is your business, like my lovely darling partner, Justin DeClue, he has a podcast that is his main source of income. Or if your content is part of the marketing for your business, it is what drives people to you. It's a top of funnel marketing strategy for you. Whatever it is, that's what I'm in the business of helping with. And it's not like this is different or new for the actual business, but it does mean a little bit of a different approach to my marketing and my messaging. So things are starting to shift a little bit. I'm switching, like I said, away from just podcast to the ultimate creative. Another part of this is is that I am now offering video podcast services at the same time, video production. That again isn't new for me, but in this capacity, it is a shift in the services that I'm offering. And so I wanted to be a little bit more all-encompassing for content creators. So you're going to hear a lot more on this podcast from entrepreneurs and content creators about how they grow their businesses, how they tap into their creativity, all that good, great stuff. So what do you do when you realize that something isn't working for you as a content creator? And you identify as a content creator if you've got a podcast or you've got video series or you're a writer or you create things, content that people consume. Usually those are like the top three, video, podcasts, writing, maybe music. Music's pretty good. Music's great. Yeah. 
I'll throw music in there. Why not? So anyway, you create these things. What do you do when you realize that something is not working for you? Like you've been working on a big series of content for quite some time, or your podcast is about a specific topic, and you're like, gee whiz, I gotta shake it up because I feel like this is a chore. This doesn't feel fun to me anymore. This feels like I really have to scramble to find topics of interest that I really want to talk about, right? I could keep talking to you about the different elements of podcasting, but for me, that would mean doing a hell of a lot more research into things that other people are already doing really, really well. There's a great podcast I've been listening to called podcast news, podcaster pod news. I'm going to link to it in the show notes. It's a little bit of a convoluted name, but anyway, it's great. And it gives you like all of the updates of what's happening in the podcast world. You know, that's not my job. My job is to help you be an awesome content creator. So the first thing I did was identify what isn't working for me. I did some soul searching and Sometimes this happens when you hit a threshold, like a burnout threshold. This is something that I kind of came up against in the last month or so, feeling like I'm still living a dual life. I feel like I'm still working on something that doesn't feel totally true to who I am. It almost does, but it doesn't quite hit the mark 100%. And so that often leads to me feeling like I'm totally burnt out. I'm like, I don't care about what I'm talking about anymore. And that means that I don't give you a great show. So that means I have to do some soul searching. I do want to share with you that I've got a really awesome episode coming out on how to manage your burnout as a content creator or as an entrepreneur. It's coming out in a couple of weeks with a good friend of mine, Michael Wood, and it is very helpful if you feel like you are approaching burnout or if you're currently in it or you're trying to recover from it. We talk about different strategies to manage that, but I digress. Burnout could be an indicator that something's not working properly for you. If you feel like it's a chore, like I said, if you feel like it's not good, you know, if you feel like when you sit down at your desk to start working on your podcast, on your content, on your videos, that you're like, please, not again, for the love of God, I I don't want to talk about this thing anymore. Maybe it's time to shake things up a little bit. It is not a bad thing to do a rebrand. I think that's totally fine. I mean, someone out there might disagree with me, but... I don't believe that if you have something that you're working really hard on that you don't enjoy, that it's of any value to you or to planet Earth or to any of the people that you're trying to reach. You may see dips in audience numbers. Yes, okay, that's fine. But if your true purpose is to serve a particular person and you're not actually serving them right now, you're not entertaining them, you're not bringing them your magical magic dust, then is it the end of the world if your numbers dip a little bit? No. I don't think so, because they're going to go right back up when you start creating content that's actually in alignment with what you fucking care about, you know? It's a good thing when you recognize this. So first, like I said, you're going to identify what's not working for you. You can use the process of elimination. That's very helpful. Like, I know I don't like talking about this element of floral arrangements. Okay, we'll stop talking about that element of floral arrangements. The next thing you want to do is dig into why you started your business or your content platform. Why did you start it? 
it's really easy to get disconnected from this. I felt very disconnected from my why over the last couple of months. It was like, okay, so this duality that I feel, this dual personality that I feel, like one part of Emily is like, I gotta be professional. I gotta be like, like hitting up the people in suits and I gotta be showing them that I'm the best at what I can do, even though I feel so out of place in that world. I don't even work with entrepreneurs who are like that. So I don't know why I still have it in my head that I have to be that kind of person. This is something that I've been dealing with for my entire life. If you listen back to old episodes of this podcast, like very old ones, you will hear me talking about like, oh, I finally figured it out. And I did for a period of time. I did. And then all of a sudden, I lost it. I lost it, I think, because I lost that element of creativity. So in my head, when I picture like super corporate business suit people, I think like there's no room for creativity. There's just gray walls and there's cement everywhere and there's nothing beautiful about it. Okay, I'm sure you can find beauty in a cement wall, maybe in the artistic intent of it being that we are all slaves to the man, possibly? I don't know. Art is what you make of it. It is subjective, and perhaps that is a cool art piece you can go make. I probably won't. So there you go. You got a creative idea. Take it. Go. Run with it. All I'm trying to say is I didn't identify with this idea that I was chasing. I really identify with people who wear bright colors and have a lot of fun and they're funny and they're weird and they have a great time doing what they love to do. And they also happen to like creating content for people. That's what I identify with because that's who I am. Oh my gosh, go figure, right? Usually the thing you're really passionate about and the people you want to help are basically just like you. And you just have to, again, tap into what your why is. What is that thing? If you lose it, you're going to have to do a heck of a lot of soul searching, pal. It takes some time. If you feel like that's not working, something that's very helpful is digging into your core values as a human being. Like, what do you care about? What do you value the most in this world? Is it family? Is it friendship? Is it money? Is it your dog? Whatever it is that you value will likely translate into the type of content you actually want to be creating, the message you actually want to be sharing, the people you actually want to be helping. For me, it always comes back to making movies. I love it. I don't do enough of it, but I feel fulfilled when I'm creating sketches or writing scripts or working on the score for a film, and it's incredibly hard work. This is how I tend to burn out because it's like so intense, but it's so rewarding for me as a human being. And when I don't have that piece of me like constantly working or when it's not a part of my business, I feel like, mm, I don't really like this anymore. This is not what I'm about. So I had to come up with a way to bridge all of that together. This translates for me into entertaining people telling engaging stories, inspiring people to take action on their dreams. Like, I love being a cheerleader. I've been asked before, like, Emily, why do you champion people who have, like, ridiculous, audacious dreams, things that they could never actually achieve? Why do you give them hope that they could actually achieve it? And my response is always that it's not my job to tell people that they can't do something. We are always constantly facing the message that we can't do whatever it is that we want to do. So why should I contribute to that? I truly believe that if you have a dream and you want to accomplish it, 
you're going to darn well accomplish it because you will have that inner motivator pushing you through your whole life to get there. And so if I have the opportunity to be like, yes, you can make a million dollars or yes, you can make as much money as you want to by watching movies all day, you can make that happen. Do you want proof of that? I told Justin, my partner, love of my life, several years ago, he was at a job that he absolutely hated, and he's just like, I want to watch movies all day. It's all I want to do. I said, that's great. Absolutely no problem. Just figure out a way to make money at it. Guess what? That's his job now. He's got his podcast. He's got, oh my God, not just one. He's got like three podcasts that generate money for him. And then he's got his Blu-ray label, his boutique Blu-ray label, Gold Ninja Video. And all of these things mean that he gets to watch movies all day, look at them, enjoy them. He loves them so much. And this is how he earns his money. He's super passionate about it. He's connected to the why. Why? Because he loves movies. Like, unequivocally, there's no other human on planet Earth that loves movies as much as Justin, I'm telling you. You can send me a DM and tell me someone else does, but I guarantee you, Justin has seen more movies and knows about more movie things. This is his life, right? And he figured out a way to make money at it. But if somebody said to you, like, yeah, you can go, if, if you want to just watch movies all day, you can make a living at that. Actually, you can make a lot of money at that. Would you believe me? Probably not. So why not be the champion for this? This is just my way of saying that I want to bring more of that into the content that I'm creating for you. I want you to know that you have ridiculously audacious dreams, and I love that about you. I love it so much that I just want to be here the whole way cheering you on to make it happen for you. And if you're feeling like, wow, I am not talking about the right things in my content, I need to rebrand my podcast, I need to rebrand my business, like everything needs to change, I'm here with you. I'm going through the exact same thing. So I would love for you to just send me an email, send me a DM, and let's talk about it together because this stuff is hard. It's hard to do, and it's hard to do especially alone. I've got a lot of really great resources. I will drop a few links to podcasts that I think are great for this particular subject of shifting things, making a shift. Let's talk about how to make the shift in your content and in your business. I think it's really important that you communicate this to your audience. Over the last couple of episodes, I've been communicating this shift to you as well, and I am going to be doing this as well in an email. I have to write the email, granted, but I'm going to be doing it. I got to do it. You know what? I did that thing again where I'm recording on a Monday night. Oh my gosh, but it's okay because I have a whole bunch of other episodes that are recorded. They just have to come out in like a couple of weeks. They're like timed ones. So now I'm just like, mm. anyway, I'm going to write that email. This is part of my communications plan. As long as you are setting the expectation for your listeners, for your audience that you are making a shift, that's fine. They're going to be like, okay, cool, great. So what's next? Because they're not tuning in for the specific thing you're talking about. Like I said earlier, there are lots of podcasts about podcasting. You tune into this one because you like me and you like the kind of content that I share. You like my style. You like my energy. And I like your style and energy too. You're a cool cat. I think that's really awesome about you. That's why you tune in. You don't tune in because I have very specific information about the podcasting world. And I'm sharing this because if you have 
hesitations or reservations about shifting because you're like, well, I've already built up this expectation with my audience that like, this is what I talk about and blah, blah, blah. The truth is your audience tunes in for you. They don't tune in for all of the other things. They're growing with you. And if you are growing as a person, they want to be there with you the whole way through because it's relatable. It's something they can engage with. It's something they can see themselves in, and it's okay. If you do decide you want to do like a little rebrand, a little refresh of things, I know a couple of my clients are thinking about this right now, so this is very much for you, my lovelies. If you're thinking about doing it, I would love for you to make a work back plan. So plan, I don't know, a couple weeks out, I know I'm going to make this shift over. I'm going to update my podcast description, my artwork, maybe the name of it. I need to re-record an intro and an outro. I need to make sure that all my graphics, all of my assets are updated as well. And then I need to start planting the seed in my listeners' heads. Like, this is coming. A shift is coming. A change is coming. It doesn't mean anything bad. It just means that there's new stuff, more great, fun stuff coming up for you. And then just let them know. You could even do like a mini launch of a season two. That's sort of what I'm doing right now. And even as I am releasing this new content, I'm still shifting things. Like I recorded an intro and an outro last week that I'm going to re-record again because it still didn't quite fit what I was trying to say with my with my content. It says something about entrepreneurs, uh, creatives and entrepreneurs and blending it together, which is great, but it's like a mouthful. Why didn't I just think about content creators before? I don't know. I really don't know. I think it's because I didn't realize that a lot of my clients identify as content creators. They don't identify as creatives though. Wild, right? It's bizarre. Anyway, this is the plan. If you're thinking about doing this type of shift, this is something that you can do to say, hey, guess what? We've got a new look. We've got a new feel. We'd love to get your feedback. All of the episodes are still here for you if you want to listen to them from season one. Season two has all of this new fresh stuff, and we look forward to sharing more content with you. You can also do a little mini trailer to get people excited for the new style of content that you're going to be putting out. Maybe not style. Style is not the right word. The new topics that you're going to be sharing and the way that you're going to be sharing it with people. You could do a trailer sort of like that. So you could check out what I put out last week. I did a little trailer and then I did a crossover episode that talked about chaos, overcoming chaos as a creative entrepreneur. So these are a bunch of different things that you can do if you're going to do a little bit of a reset, a pivot, a pivot, if you will. Yes. Okay, so I think I gotta leave it there because that got a little silly. Anyway, I'm looking forward to sharing more of this fun stuff with you, helping you to reframe what it is that you're doing. Remember, always go back to your why. If you don't care about it, it's gonna be sucky. You're gonna hate doing it. And nobody wants that. Nobody wants to add another chore to their lives. It should be fun. And it's okay to make a change when it doesn't feel right. I'll talk to you next week. I'm Emily Milling. Have a fantastic day. If you want help with your content, head on over to theultimatecreative.com. I'd love to talk to you. Okay, bye.
thanks for listening to The Ultimate Creative. If you heard something today that helped you get one step closer to building your super awesome dreams, I would love it if you shared a rating and written review on Apple Podcasts. That helps more people just like you that want to break into their passions and build a life they love with creativity and entrepreneurship. And if you know someone that needs a boost of inspiration and this episode will help, please share it and spread the love. I truly believe that the more we encourage each other to take steps towards building our dreams, the better our lives will be and the happier we will become. Pretty awesome. To learn more about how I can help you build your dreams through podcasting, video production, or content coaching, head over to theultimatecreative.com or follow me on Instagram at the underscore ultimate creative and let's chat.